live on a Sunday morning from the Fortress of Birchitude, this is What The Fuffle. Good morning and welcome back to What The Fuffle. This is Mr. Birch, I'm back after an extended bit of a break, but looking at the movers and shakers here at the fantasyfilmleague.com. Uh, the idea of this podcast is to give you a brief overview of who's been making the most money for you in the last couple of weeks and maybe give you some advice as to uh, looking at uh, what films are coming up and maybe who to invest in. Spoiler alert, it's probably going to be Star Wars. So let's crack on and look at the top five. Basically, what can I say except what flavour do you like your sci-fi? Do you like it brooding and serious and dystopic? Or do you like it fun and campy and big monsters and big hammers? Because basically, your top five consists of everyone in Blade Runner and everyone in Thor Ragnarok. Not really a huge surprise. Blade Runner has... They've said it's flopped. They've said it hasn't made money. Not true. It's done very, very well. Um... Whenever they say it's flopped, they're usually talking about its opening weekend not being as strong as they wanted it. They wanted it to make 15 million and only made 14.3 million, therefore it's a flop. It's rubbish. Uh, Blade Runner has got phenomenal reviews. I think it's going to stick around for a, a while. A lot of people are going to watch it and rewatch it. I haven't seen it yet, so I, I kind of really want to have a look at it. But um, yeah, it's pretty good. So where are we then? So at number one, two, three, four, five, six is Ryan Gosling. Uh, Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford have both made you 11.4 million fuffle books if you've bought them. But R- Harrison Ford uh, surprisingly costs a little bit more at 14 million uh, rather than Ryan. So obviously in terms of of a, a profit he has uh, he's he's done a little bit better for you and next up is definitely number four is Denis Villeneuve who's the director of Blade Runner he made arguably the best sci-fi movie of last year which is The Arrival uh, listen to the main podcast and uh, you'll probably hear me wax on about that an awful lot so uh, um, high hopes for him he's obviously out of the three he's made the most mainly because he only cost 8 million fuffle bucks but again he's made you 11.4 million uh, next at number three is and I'm really sorry about this it's Taika Waititi, and I apologise for getting his name wrong, but he is the director of Thor Ragnarok. A really good thing that they're doing with the Marvel movies. They're giving big, big budget sequels to directors who haven't had that kind of much money to play with before. Um, His previous work... Again, listen to the main podcast, but his previous work, he was a supporting cast member in Green Lantern like seven years ago. And he's also directed a couple of things with the boys from Flight of the Concord. So um, this is his first big film, but uh, he's, he would have earned you at a 9 million uh, fuffle buck investment. He would have earned you 13.8 million fuffle bucks. Uh, at number two is Mark Ruffalo. Uh, he's going to cost you 10 million and he'd also make the, the 13.8 as he is a top billing member of... Uh, Thor Ragnarok and at number one is Chris Hemsworth so um, yeah a little bit backwards there so basically if you were going to pick somebody from Thor Ragnarok you should have gone for uh, Taika Waititi because he only cost you nine he would have made you 
seen. A better investment, um, or a, a slightly worse investment than that would have been Mark Ruffalo. But actually, Chris Hemsworth is going to cost you 15 million for Ruffalo Bucks. He hasn't actually made his money back yet. Because obviously, he cost you 15, and uh, he's, his total income so far is at 13.8. So, a little bit of a weird kind of top five there. But basically, um, the best investment for the last couple of weeks is definitely, as making me say it again, but it's definitely Taker Waititi, who's the director of Thor, um, Thor Ragnarok. So, uh, strongly recommend you invest in him. And if basically, if you'd picked anyone from the top cast of the uh, of Thor Ragnarok, then I mean, all I can say really is there it is. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Okay, so with the end of the year and the end of the game approaching and there's going to be a huge shake-up that is uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi, which is coming out, um, I think it's coming on the 14th or 15th of December, depending on where you live. Um, that's going to cause some havoc with the scoring system. Uh, we talked about this a lot on the main podcast, but probably it's worth reinforcing here. Don't forget that come January 1st, your scores get completely zeroed. So your cast gets zeroed, everything gets zeroed. So you need to get your new cast in. So if you're going to bet heavily on the cast of Star Wars, you're only going to get two weeks out of 2017. Arguably, it's going to still be making money throughout most of January for you. So whether you want to spend that money this side or you want to invest on the on the cast on the far side in 2018 is up to you but i thought i'd give you a very quick rundown of uh who our top five is for this year so far so it's pretty much it's not really changed um at the top we've still got emma watson who is by far and away our biggest um profitable star for this year and that is purely on the back of uh beauty and the beast um, so she cost you seven million fuffle bucks and uh, she's earned you 45 so she's actually she's generating you a profit of 38.6 million fuffle bucks shortly behind her is vin diesel now vin diesel's earned more for you at the box office but he costs more so he's a 15 million fuffle buck investment and that means he's made you 38.3 so it's it's really neck and neck on those two but uh, definitely he would have been uh Emma watson would have been the better choice out of that now at number three is a little bit surprising number three we've got dave bautista who is obviously um the big blue guy in guardians of the galaxy but he's turned up in a couple of other smaller films um some as kind of you know cameos some as in, in there's one that's quite recently has seen actually quite a dramatic role so he has been kind of slowly beavering away in the background now, he's only going to cost you 7 million for books, the same as Emma Watson, but he's made 36.6 million. So he's made 2 million less than Emma Watson, but it's quite a surprise is to see him there at, at the top three. So that's uh, that's quite good. Um, at number four, it's a kind of a bit of a, a late bloomer, really, but number four is Ryan Gosling. So obviously, we've had La La Land this year, uh, which had uh, a huge success over the summer, plus a couple of Oscar bumps, and, and that's kind of kept it in the box office a bit more. And then obviously, as discussed, he's turned up as the star in Blade Runner 2049, and that's given him a real bump on the end of this year's score. So if you had bought Ryan Gosling for La La Land and you'd hung on to him, definitely he would have been good. He's made you 36.2 million profit. Uh, he would have cost you 12 million fuffle bucks uh, to buy at the beginning of the year. And then um, rounding out the top five is director Bill Condon, who uh, was obviously the director of Beauty and the Beast. He would have cost you 8 million and he would have turned you a nice tidy profit of 34. So he's definitely the investment. But I mean, essentially, 
well look i mean i'm not going to call it yet because it's only mid-november but beauty and the beast was definitely the big film this year it stayed for a huge amount of time in the box office it kind of lingered in the top five for i think we looked into it, it as like 10 weeks um on both sides so that's just it just constantly made cash other films came in made loads of money and dropped out again so that's quite good uh, ryan gosling's obviously had two big films and, uh, and as discussed dave batista has done quite well other people in the top 10 we got dan stevens we got uh, Dwayne the rock johnson we've got christopher nolan obviously uh, for his work on um Dunkirk and we've also got Patty Jenkins and Zoe Selina rounding out the top 10. Patty Jenkins obviously being the director of Wonder Woman. She would only cost you 6 million fuffle bucks and she's brought you in a tidy profit of 27.4. So not a bad run there but um it seems like this dominated by a couple of big films. I've no idea what these scores are going to look like uh once we factor in Star Wars um a lot of people there um obviously uh, director Rain Johnson um you've got uh Daisy Ridley you've got Oscar Isaac, you've got John Bardella, they're all going to be top billing. You've got a lot of people who are in that film um, who are supporting cast. They're going to be quite, they're going to get a quite a big bounce. It'd be interesting to see where Adam Driver ends up at the end. He's had quite a good year. He's done a couple of random films as we've gone along. So, um, yeah, it's still everything to play for, really. But I think basically, you know, if you decided that Beauty and the Beast was the film for you, then all I can really say is... You're so, you're so money and you don't even know it. And that is it for another week. It's a bit of a longer one as, uh, than normal, but I wanted to catch you guys up. Just wanted to say, um, as we're doing these these little podcasts, I produce some spreadsheets and some graphs and all that kind of stuff. If you're interested in looking at the statistical side of the game, then uh, drop me a line at mrbirch at fantasyfilmleague.com or shout me out on Twitter, which is at mrbirchffl. And I'm very happy to share those things with you. But uh, that's it. We will be back next week for more What the Fuffle. Until then, uh, thanks for listening and uh, see you soon. Bye. The contents of this podcast are for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as financial advice. The value of these offers can rise as well as fall, but it doesn't You're probably going to listen to this book because no one's going to explain what the next podcast to start. Don't worry.